What's happening, guys? We've got a rather fun edition of the Got Next podcast this week. Yep. Of course, we will be talking about some insignificant and unexciting news that happened this week in the NBA. Pretty, un- pretty uneventful week. <laughs> Very uneventful week. You know, the, the, the only thing that happened was John Wall got traded for Russell Westbrook. That's all. Just small, small news. Just small, <laughs> small things. <laughs> As well as some other insignificant things like Nick Batum signing with the Lakers. Clippers. The Clippers. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Wrong LA. Um, and Kemba Walker's injury details. Um, after 45 minutes of us talking about just those three topics, uh, we will be doing two drafts, two interesting drafts. So the first draft is a basketball movie draft where we're basically um, – Picking in order our favorite basketball movies of all time. Uh, and our second draft is going to be a movie slash TV character, fictional character draft. Where we're trying to pick the best starting five to form the best basketball team. Yes. So kind of a, a little bit of a pivot from our usual nerdy basketball stuff. So without further ado, after 30 minutes of this intro... My name is Rafa, joined by my trusty co-host, Carlos. What's up, guys? This is the Got Next Podcast. Okay, this week in NBA News, um, I think... This actually happened like last Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. Very importantly, uh, Nate Robinson <laughs> got into a fight, was, fought a boxing match with Jake Paul and got knocked out in two uh, rounds. Uh, Embarrassing all the NBA players who were supporting him. <laughs> he was doing it for his brothers in the NBA too, man. That was, oh, God. Yeah, that wasn't pretty. Um, Nate Robinson... Just- he tweeted before the game, uh, before the fight, that he was like, I'm going to shock the world. And then, yeah. like, 48 minutes after he got KO- KO'd, Steph Curry replied, Yeah, they definitely shocked the world. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. I don't see no oh. lies. Oh, my God. That was just brutal. I mean, wow. Um, well, firstly, from a medical standpoint, they should have ended the fight when Nate Robinson was knocked to the floor the first time because you, he, he wasn't the same after that. Like, it was really obvious. Like, yeah, he had been yeah. knocked. His head, you know, that, that could have been the TKO right there. But secondly, what a brutal fight. I mean, they don't, the thing is, they don't look the same size either. Like, are we sure they're the same weight class? Jake, Jake yeah. Paul definitely looks bigger uh, than Nate. and but- Definitely taller than Nate. I had no idea this was ha- this fight was even happening. <laughs> yeah, me neither, to be honest. I just found I saw the IG post that he got knocked. I was like, "What? This this fight actually happened?" <laughs> yeah, I know, man. It just sucks. And after after the the fight, Jake Paul kind of uh, he was showboating a little bit. He wants to go after Conor McGregor. I really hope that fight happens because someone just needs to like humble this kid. It for sure sucks. Like, like, just actually a, a, a bad human being. Like, he sucks as a person. 
the the Paul brothers are not. The Paul uh, brothers are like just <laughs> genuinely. I I really believe that they are bad people. <laughs> Agree on that. Uh, I, some a professional fighter really gotta get in the ring with this guy and just yes, ruin him. I I want I do want Jake Paul to think that he's much better than he is and fight a real boxer, and see what happens. Yeah, like I want Floyd Mayweather to come out of retirement and fight this kid. <laughs> Or Manny Pacquiao. Like, I really want that to happen. Before we move on, there was a funny meme. It was a, an aerial shot of Nate Robinson on the ground. And then um, it looks like he's in an NBA logo. And it says below NBA. And it stands for Never Box Again. <laughs> I have. I, I did see that. Oh, <laughs> brutal. Uh, Okay. Oh no! I think yeah. Then obviously like uh, the, the the Simba one is also a funny one. The Simba one. Oh <laughs> god! All right, let's move on. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's making me sad. Yeah. Okay. Actual basketball news, blockbuster news. Yes. Dude, Westbrook for John Wall trade actually happened. Yeah. This was insane. And somehow the Rockets got a pick. <laughs> yeah, I know that was insane. Like, how did they get a pick? out of this. That's unbelievable. Yeah, so the trade basically was straight up John Wall versus for Russell Westbrook. Essentially, yeah. And the pick, I guess. A 2023 protected, lottery protected pick. Yeah, that's, which is a pretty good steal. I guess um, the Rockets had to ask for that because of Wall's recent injury history. Um, yeah. I guess that, that was the reason. I saw on Twitter that someone said that um, while the rumors about a wall for Westbrook had been, you know, circulating in the news for a while, um, apparently no deal had actually been discussed until like a couple of hours before it actually happened. So on the day wow. it happened, the two owners or the general managers or whatever just spoke about it and worked out the kinks for a couple hours and it happened. I guess it's because they're pretty similar in value. Yeah, which I see for sure. Yeah, I think it's it's a pretty like like for like kind of deal. I feel it's just there's more it's just more uncertainty with with Wall, especially because he's coming off his injury. It's been like what two years since we've seen him play. He played thirty two games in two thousand nineteen. That's about it. So he's missed a season and a half. Um, he hasn't played. He basically hasn't played in almost. It's almost two years. Um, just to kind of uh, go through. Wall's injury history because I think it's it's a little relevant. Yeah, for sure. The the heel injury really started with what's on a, a chronic Achilles tendinopathy or like a tendonitis um, and like bursitis, which is basically inflammation of some of some stuff back there. I won't get into that. <laughs> From a Haglund's deformity, which is basically he has extra bone in his heel that was rubbing against some stuff, causing it to get inflamed. So okay. he had an initial surgery to remove that bone. Uh, so that would stop. And that would take him out for six months because you're basically weakening the connection of where the Achilles tendon is. Because mm-hmm. that's where that Haglund's is. And so that was removed and he was recovering well. And then he apparently had an accident where he slipped in his home and the whole thing ruptured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how the it happened. Non-basketball. So, yeah. So it, that's... 
potentially important to know because of course when you rupture your Achilles like you're affecting you're potentially affecting the muscle's ability to be strong and have uh be able to be a fast twitch muscle so some of that might be taken away I don't think that um he lost a lot of strength from that initial surgery but it's something to think about um I would be really of course more concerned about the actual Achilles rupture but we'll see we'll see I mean I, pre pre injury wall was like the, probably the fastest player in the league or one of if not probably was so we'll see if he if he can retain if he retain that speed after this injury people have been saying that he has looked good yeah definitely the reports are good but maybe yeah. they're trying to maybe they're trying to build up his trade trade value yeah but maybe but i mean at the same time we've seen this before people are saying like this guy looks good and he doesn't in the nba cuz yeah that's true yeah running pickup in a gym is one thing but in an actual nba basketball game is another off season off season like re- re- joe johnson got an nba tried almost got an nba contract just from the big 3 league remember <laughs> yeah i remember and then, that then did not make the they even didn't make the final roster after dominating Man. the league so <laughs> levels yeah. in the NBA basically <laughs> for sure for sure one thing that people really haven't pointed out is Russell Westbrook going to Washington Wizards is a reunion with him and Scott Brooks oh yeah Scott Brooks the coach so that's kind of nice I, I, I love that oh yeah I, I actually didn't realize yeah. yeah that's actually interesting so it'll be Russ Ball again yeah I kind of love that again you know that's that's a that's a really nice story because i know like durant and westbrook were big scott brooks supporters yeah you know? so they loved him so that's good when one of your star players buys into the coach yeah and then he'll definitely like get to run like the system that he like remember he was complaining about how he wanted to 100%. play with the ball war so this is exactly 100%. his chance yes um but on the on the um on the rocket side there was another reunion there between John Wall and DeMarcus and Cousins. And Boogie, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Kentucky, Kentucky boys. boys. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really hoping for more uh, pre-game shenanigans <laughs> from these two. The dancing, oh my God. John Wall, <laughs> one of, he's, a, he's a good dancer. I'm yeah. <laughs> Teach me how to doggy. I mean, he has the John Wall. Of course, the John Wall. Of course, the John Wall. All right, so um, we really haven't gotten to much analysis part of it. So do you want to get into a little bit more? Put our, our dork hats on. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Just so, put the nerd caps on. So I guess the first question, how good – let's start with Washington. How good are the Washington Wizards now? Well, last year, I, I, I could see, assuming um, Westbrook and Beal play, play well together, Yes, because that's a big if. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, especially especially considering Russ's ball dominance. For sure, um, they should they mm-hmm. should be in the mix for the playoffs. Oh yeah, in the East. Yeah, yeah, but I think so. This the East the eight seven eight seed is gonna be really tough to get. <laughs> yeah, now that the this Hawks year. are good and yeah. the Magic have pretty much stayed even, you know, yep. with, and the Magic have a good coach. We'll see. Um, I think that. I looked into this a little bit because 
you know, we had talked about previously about Beal's potential fit on the Lakers um, and his off-ballness. And while, yeah, this year, he his um, three-point shooting, I looked at percent assisted on threes. Mm-hmm. So last year was the only year it, it took a significant dip, but it's still like low 60%. So 60-something of his threes are assisted. Whereas okay. every year before that, it was 70 or percent or greater. So... You know, there's a chance that they still work out because clearly Beal can catch and shoot. Yep. Um, Bradley Beal and Nene, I remember he talked about this on JJ Reddick's podcast about their DHO, the dribble mm. handoff yeah. that he loves to run. Yeah. So that, that doesn't disappear. That's still there. So there's a chance that they fit better. Westbrook and Beal fit together better than Westbrook and Harden did. Yeah. I think there's definitely off ball potential, more off ball potential with um, yes, with Beal, uh, yep, and I guess Beal would be used to having a ball dominant point guard because Wall was wasn't the yeah, mo- I mean yeah, he was pretty ball dominant. That's that's ball dominant yeah. dominant as Westbrook. Yeah, um, I mean if Westbrook's gonna be the lead the lead ball handler, the last time we saw that was with the with the Thunder, and he led them to what succeed in the in the West, the tough West. Yep. So I. They should be they should be in the mix for the East for sure. I think so too. Um, now, if they if Brooks staggers their minutes well, then you have an on ball creator the whole game. The thing is, though, he does have a history of not doing that. Yeah, I mean, like I remember, like Notorious. in the 2016 Thunder, like he wouldn't stagger Westbrook and KD, but he would always have red freaking Reggie Jackson leading leading the charge. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. I think that was like one of the main complaints for him when he was coaching the Thunder. Like he, Yeah. There'd be like the end of the first quarter and the end of the and the start of the or like late third quarter where neither Durant or Westbrook would be in the game. Yeah. It'd just be really confusing, like their offense yeah. would go to shit as well. It's not like they have a great like system or anything. They need one of those guys to be there. Yeah, no, they need the, these ball dominant guys. So that'll be a big factor. We know Scott Broach has his history. Another factor is, of course, they're, I'm sure they're thankful they have Davis Bertans, number one. Yeah. But number two, we'll see how good Rui Hachimura is. Because he looked, he looked really good as a rookie. Mm. You know, he has some nice moves. Of course, he needed to develop, especially on the defensive end. He was not a solid defender. But he has potential. And they have the rookie, Denny Abdiha. Of course, yeah. So there is a chance that they have a solid, a solid five. five-man ball ball. That could get crushed defensively. <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll see. I mean, Bertans isn't a great defender. Neither is Hachimura, Avdia, Beal, and Westbrook aren't going to move the needle that much. But that's a solid five-man offensive lineup. Yeah, for sure. You know? So, I, I like it. I think they're going to be in the mix of the playoffs for sure. There'll, there'll be some high-scoring games from the, war, from, the, from the Wizards. There were already last year. Yes. They're poor defense last year, but they, they were, were they were a terrible defense. I have the numbers here. Washington was actually league average on offense, and woo, they were uh, almost five points worse than league average on defense. What rank were they? It was uh, bad. I don't ha- I don't have the rank, but just actually just briefly on. scanning this, it looks like they were. It wouldn't be surprised if they were the worst. Were they twenty ninth? Let me pull it up. Oh but my the, god! I think they were no, they were last. Ah! Oh, they nine, were dead last. They were dead last. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they were they were dead last in 
uh, defensive rating. So, yeah, not good. Washington Wizards 30th on defensive rating. Yep. The, the 29th in they, points allowed. <laughs> oh, my God. The fact that they almost made the playoffs being that bad on defense makes me optimistic for their offense. To be quite frank, they only had Beal, and that's it. And Bertans. And Bertans. <laughs> Bertans is a, is a, it really is a game changer. I'm looking at their rankings on defense, defensive stats. Their their only their only green one is turnovers. <laughs> and they're third, <laughs> but otherwise everything's like twenty plus. Right. Mm, that's brutal. Terrible. Terrible. Um, shall we talk about the Rockets now? Yeah, let's go to the Rockets. So, as we mentioned, DeMarcus Cousins and John Wall reunion playing with Harden. So, so love a, that. A big three in like 2012. This would have been a big three even in really two, 2017. Like, yeah. what a te- this team would have been really scary in 2017. So do you think they can recreate... I, I don't think so. Especially Boogie. Especially Boogie. Yeah, I think a lot of people on Twitter are overhyping this team a lot. They're, they have the starting five of Wall, Harden. They've put uh, Christian Wood, PJ Tucker, Christian Wood, and Boogie. And you're like, this is a really, this is a dangerous starting five. And I was like, you're, if if Boogie is starting, then that's not good because he was a bad defender before the ACL and the Achilles. So he's definitely not going to be a good defender now. Christian Wood still has some development to be had. Yep. PJ Tucker is a streaky shooter. James Harden may not be committed. And John Wall is just coming off two years of not playing basketball. Yep. So, so not good. It's not, da- it's not that dangerous, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I don't know how good this team is because there are a lot of questions. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're – they're not this – it's not a surefire thing as they were before. Especially because they lost, sure. like, very versatile defenders, particularly Rocco. Yeah, that was a big one. That's a big loss. Yeah. Jeff Green, I think they lost as well. They did lose Jeff Green. Um, Austin, no, no, I think Austin Rivers is still there. No, Austin Rivers is gone. He signed with the Knicks. <laughs> of course, yeah. he signed the Knicks. I don't know why. That was dumb. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, how good the Rockets are going to be, you know, it's going to depend on n- a number of questions. Of course, Wall and Boogie's health and how good they are. We can't forget about Eric Gordon's health. Yeah. Uh, we got to think about Christian Wood's development. How good is he going to be really? Because I know a lot of people are high on him because of his shooting and his size and defensive potential, but it's right now with potential. Yeah, exactly. He's just developed into it. And then, Exactly. Are, are the Rockets like equipped to do that? Maybe, maybe yeah. they are. And that's that's the the other question. How Steven Silas' scheme mm-hmm. is he going to be able to put these guys in the proper position to succeed? And I I don't know the answer to that. I don't have a good um, yep. sample for that. Yep. So I don't know. I guess Harden could still go nuclear and during the regular season to carry them to like a decent seed. Yeah, he could. But every time he does that, he just like. He loses gas in the playoffs. He loses gas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone posted on Twitter, I think it was Jackson Frank, that John Wall in 2019 finished in the 89th percentile. The number could be wrong, but high 80s percentile on spot-ups. So this is in shooting, but of course with Wall's lack of shooting, it's probably driving 
off the catch. Whereas Westbrook finished in like the mid thirties. And so <laughs> I, a lot of people don't necessarily consider a, a drive off the catch as really an off ball thing. But to me, in certain scenarios, it's kind of, it is kind of off ball because if you are on the weak side, weak side corner, Harden draws a double and then someone's closing out to you, it's not, it's not that different from a cut, you know, right? Like, yeah, attacking a closeout is pretty like, it's one of like, besides the you know, like back cuts, it's like one of the weak spots on the defense. That's what, yeah, that's what it, attack, yeah. Right? Yeah, so philosophically, like sometimes a spot up drive is essentially a delayed cut. Mm. So th- there's a chance that Harden and Wall mesh better because of that. Um, another one is have you looked at John Wall's shooting numbers lately? No, I have not. Is he, is he still? I, my assumption is he's terrible. He's not a good three point shooter, but has he improved? <laughs> so here, so, so this is the thing. It's surprising. Like, these are the numbers, and I'll start by saying he's very inconsistent because okay. they vary year by year. So his, these are his shooting numbers in 2014, 16, and 18. Each of the, he takes about four threes per game since 2014, more or less. In 14, 16, and 18, he shot 35, 35, and 37% from three. It's about league That's, average, right? That's not bad. Yeah. Like 35 to 37% is pretty solid. Yeah. And two-thirds of those are assisted. Now, of course, they dip on those odd years. Uh-huh. Oh. By the way, this is an even year, so, you know, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> if the trend stands. But even in his other years, they're like low 30s, which is far better than what Westbrook was. Like Westbrook on five and a half attempts the last three years, 28.5%. Terrible shooter, Westbrook. What happened to him? To be honest, he was never an accurate shooter. That's he true. had a couple of years here and there where his mid-range was thought to be deadly, and then analytics came out, and error was like, "Oh no, it's it's not that good." Dude, he had he had a decent mid. He had a decent like pull up on a, on the fast break. He did. But he did. I, I don't know what happened to like he kind of lost that over the in the last couple of years. So there there was one year where from mid-range he shot like forty five percent, but it was one year. His career from like mid range is thirty nine percent. It's not great. You'd like yeah. like elite shooters are forty five plus. Mm-hmm. So he was never that good at it. It was just like he did it a lot. Yeah, he definitely did it a lot. <laughs> and of course, when he did it, he did it very loudly. Yeah. On the fast break, yeah, yeah, I can imagine. On the fast, I'm already break. picturing it. You know. Now, of course, both of their mid range is crap. So that doesn't change. But the three-point shooting and the potential of being a better spot-up driver is good. Yeah. So the optimistic. Another thing I looked at was some passing numbers. And do you remember the metric I used for the um, our all-NBA playoff teams? The, the true, my true assist index per 75. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now, yeah. So I compared Westbrook this season to John Wall's full 2018 season, his uh-huh. last healthy season. Westbrook's true assist numbers were 22.4 per 75. That basically means like throughout a game, he potentially created that many opportunities via assists. 22? 
Yeah, 22. So it's like assists, potential assists, which are assists that the guy missed, the shooter missed, um, secondary assists, and free throw assists. In 2018, John Walls was 30. Mm. That's high. That's really high. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess the difference, though, is that Westbrook last year was in a secondary ball handler role compared to Wall's primary ball handling ball handling role in Washington. Yeah, but that's still that's still interesting to to think about. That's very true, and I did think about comparing that to Russell Westbrook's last OKC season, but I figured since Wall is going to be moving into Westbrook's role, current role, we're obviously going to see that number dip. Yeah. So. Yeah, so the those are pretty good, pretty good numbers for, for both of them, but especially Wall. Do you think he'll be able to do this as like like reach a similar creation numbers in playing us alongside Harden? Probably not. Probably not. Just because be, Harden will create. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll, he'll be dominate the, the ball. Yeah, I wonder how they'll play with the new coach as well. Yeah, I know the a lot of unanswered questions for the Rockets. Uh, do you think? That they are a playoff team. Yeah, I I think I, I I'd be surprised if they don't make the playoffs. To be honest, um, we'll get to it in our in our preview pod where I think they'll land in terms of the rank uh, playoff seed. But I, I think there's a solid playoff team. They should be at least. Yeah, they they I think they will be too. But it really depends. There's just so many unanswered questions. I don't think they're gonna be a home court. Yeah, they're probably going to drop out of the top. They were top four last year, if I remember correctly. We'll do a little more hardcore analysis when the time comes. When we do our preview. When we do our preview. Um, <laughs> all right. Any, do you have anything more? Let's move on to the next one. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, Nick Batum signs for the Clippers. And the Clippers also re-signed Reggie Jackson. Yikes! Yeah, one-year deal. <laughs> he's gonna leave with Kawhi. With that. He's gonna leave with Kawhi and George next year. Yeah, uh, that no good. I don't like that move. The Reggie Jackson move. Yikes! Yeah, um, I didn't have many options. It seems like. Yeah. The Clippers. I don't know about what the Clippers are like. The Clippers didn't really do. Any big moves this year besides losing Hyrule by replacing him with Ibaka? Ibaka was probably the best move that they're going to make. Yeah. Um, Nick Batum, though, is like a big question mark. He is because um, I think a lot of people, on, especially on Twitter, were hyping up this Nick Batum signing, like thinking that this is going to be Portland Nick Batum, but he's, he's probably it's, a couple years removed from that. It's been so long since we've seen that. I know. Now, that Nick Batum was really good. Like, I, I distinctly remember this one stat line he had. You probably recall this, when he had a 5x5. Five five. Yeah. That is like quintessential Nick Batum. Right? Five points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. Fantasy legend. <laughs> great for fantasy. I mean, he does a lot of things well. Like, great. He's probably a good secondary ball handler. He was a good defender. He was a good enough spot-up shooter. But then since he went to Charlotte, like, nothing. <laughs> He's gradually declined. And I think Batum is – he helps with wing depth 
for sure, because behind PG, Kawhi, and Morris, they had nothing. Like, it was barren. They had yeah. no one. Roddy McGruder, Gruder, maybe, but mm. yeah, they really they had nobody. I mean, they have Luke Kennard now, but after that, it was just nothing. So the Nick Batum thing was important in terms of depth, but I don't know how much this moves the needle for me. Yeah, same. Um, they're still gonna have a problem. Like I think the Lakers are still better than them at this point. Yes, uh, for sure. But it's really. It's really like they're really relying on Paul George to and Kawhi again to carry them this year. Yeah, yeah. Lou Will on offense. I think on the bench for sure, and I think that the the Lou Williams holding them accountable is gonna do wonders for them more than any free agent signing. That coaching signing might have been the best move they make, really. Yep. Um, and another something really important here too. Is I guess yeah you know what I, I yeah I'm gonna stick to it. It's important. Paul George is just he's making up a lot of excuses. Like, did you see what he said on All the Smoke with Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson? I have not heard that podcast yet. What did he say? Uh, so he basically said something to the like of that Doc was trying to use him in like a JJ Redick type role. Whereas, yeah, he can do that, but he wants to, like, he has more skills than that. But it's like, but, you know, stop, stop blaming the coach for your inability to, like, yeah, Doc Rivers was at fault, but you were at fault. And, like, just there have been a ton of Paul George excuses that have come out. And, you know, I, I'm not going to recall them all. There's just a ton on Twitter, like, him about saying things trying to make excuses for himself and you know you just gotta buck up and say i messed up in the playoffs i'm gonna do better yeah did he like i don't feel i feel like he never he, he had so he had more ball dominance i mean he had the ball more than like what jj reddick did yeah prior, like yeah I'm trying to and think I, of like did he actually did it, it was actually a problem for them so I, I wanted to look into it but you know the nba stats.com it wasn't working. <laughs> I wanted to look into it. Like, what percentage was he used off-ball screening? How many catch-and-shoot opportunities did he get compared to J.J. Redick? And I don't yeah. know. I, you know, I didn't, I couldn't. So that sucks. But that said, that's not an excuse. So overall, I, uh, my two cents on this are I like the signing because it gives them depth, but it doesn't move yeah. the needle for me. But if Nick Batum is even somewhat close to Portland Batum, he's a high IQ player. So there's a chance. Yeah. And they potentially are able to play a Batum, PG, Kawhi, Morris, Serge Ibaka five. They're like all the same height. <laughs> They're all the same height. So there's a chance that that's really deadly. Now, how good is Batum on defense and how mobile is Ibaka really? Because he might be a little overrated in terms of his versatility. Great rim protector, but... If you get him out on the perimeter, on the pick and roll, Mark Gasol was a little more, a little better at that, in my opinion. Yeah. The, the Clippers, a little bit, they, they kind of treaded water this offseason, I feel. Yeah. People probably don't want to come to them because of the playoff disaster. Yeah. And like, the stories like, that came out in The Athletic about like, their yep. chemistry issues was not, not a good yes. look for them. Yes. 
Um, all right, shall we move on to the next bit of news? I'm gonna go uh, talk about the Celtics again. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about injured players this year or this podcast. We might as well stick to another. So, Kemba Walker is going to miss the start of the season with that lingering knee, knee issue. So that I sucks. Didn't even know. Yeah, it sucks. So that sucks. It's like and, till January or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think we we talked about this, but uh, for our listeners who don't know, I, I am an athletic trainer by uh, profession. That is my main job. That is how I make my moolah. So this is know, not your main job. <laughs> <laughs> the fun, no, this is not my main job, but it's funny enough because I make almost the same amount of pay in this job than that job. So not, so, not, nothing? so nothing. No, I'm <laughs> so kidding. Nothing. <laughs> if your boss is listening, this is yeah. you pay Rafa more, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, Josh, I think I deserve a raise, buddy. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't make that little anymore. I I did for the last three years. I make I make I make all right now. <laughs> I can live. I can live now. But that's besides the point. So uh, the reason that Kemba Walker is out. And yes, this is the same knee that has been bothering him, that bothered him in the playoffs this year, in the bubble. Um, the reason that he's taking time off is because he received a stem cell injection in his knee. And so the, the point of the stem cells, and I'm not an expert on that, that, that stuff is um, a little beyond me, but what I understand mm. from stem cells is that it's supposed to help regenerate some cartilage to help provide more cushion to his knee. Notice I said cartilage because that's a big deal, right? So for those of you who are wanting to know what the injury is, it's arthritis. And there's no doubt about it. He has arthritis in his knee. He has knee arthritis. It's not a meniscus. It's not this or that. It is arthritis. That's why he needs a cartilage. Exactly. So yeah, for if you don't know what arthritis is, it's basically when your cartilage... The, basically the cushion in your joints gets worn out. And, and then your bones basically exactly um, are rubbing rub, against each rub other. Against, rub against each other, yeah. This causes inflammation and it can be very painful because your bones have a lot of nerve endings. So once your bones are making contact with each other, it's very painful and your body will respond by sending a ton of inflammation to the area in order to protect it. Now, important things about Kemba um, well, backing up, he also received a Synvisc shot. Synvisc is basically joint lubricant. Okay. So that's what that is. So that's the first thing I saw, and I was like, he definitely has arthritis. Because up until this point, I was speculating he had it. Once I saw he got a Synvisc shot, it, it basically confirmed it for me. So he's done that. He's tried cortisone to reduce the inflammation. He's tried to drain the inflammation from his knee, and nothing seems to have worked. Stem cells injection especially in a professional athlete is kind of it's not a last resort but it's like they're really trying a kitchen sink approach they're just doing what they can yeah so it's not good so they're basically like knocking out all the possible treatments and (laughs) so that's that means the previous ones haven't been working exactly so that's the concern and so just to kind of detail uh kemba walker's injury history so even prior to his injuries, one thing that uh, important about Kemba Walker and his mechanics, he 
has what's called valgus, a lot mm. of dynamic valgus. So if the best way for me to describe it is when your knee caves in and buckles and it caves oh, in, okay. right? So like the, the exact mechanism you think might tear your ACL, picture an ACL tear, that's what valgus is. So he likes to do that a lot, you know, when he does, he does like that his... a lot. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that, and there have been a lot of shots about this. So he's predisposed to knee arthritis because when you do that, the outside of your knee is going to hit. So that extra contact every time he makes a jump stop is going to wear out the cartilage a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And he's been doing this since he was a teenager. He's 30 now. Yeah. So no wonder he has it at the age of 30. And so this has manifested before. It's not like this is a brand new thing. In 2016, he had a meniscus repair. It failed, so he had another meniscus repair the year after that. And then he had a third meniscus surgery where they, it's called a partial meniscectomy where they take it out. Mm -hmm. At that point, that means that he's beating up his meniscus so bad that the first repair didn't heal properly. The second repair didn't heal properly. And the third time is like, we can't fix it now. We got to take, take part of it out. Yikes. Right? And so the meniscus is the shock absorber of your knee. So when your meniscus goes, then what is going to take the brunt? It's the cartilage. And so it's a fact that's where we are right now. That's why he's developed this arthritis. And so, I right? So yeah. the immediate question for some people might be, well, Isaiah Thomas had hip arthritis, right? Mm. And he had surgery and he's good now. Is there a surgery that Kemba Walker can do? Unfortunately, the answer is no. Not that I know of, at least. If there is, then I don't know about it. And okay. so what Isaiah Thomas had was a hip resurfacing. It's a form of a hip replacement that is used on younger, more athletic males. And it's just, you replace the hip joint with metal. You can't do that in the knee because it just doesn't work. And so, oh, okay. yeah. And so it, it sucks because if he just had like small areas of cartilage damage, you can, there are several treatments for that. There are several surgeries for it, but for full blown arthritis where it's more diffuse, not a ton he can do. So, you know, I, his long-term outlook is not good. And Kemba Walker's time in the NBA has just has officially, in my opinion, gotten it, it, it's counting down and it's counting down fast. He he's not gonna last very long, in I think. That's not good for the Celtics. He has what three more seasons under that contract. Yeah, he's gonna turn into a bad contract real fast. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> now, but, yeah, the stem cells might work. Okay. You know, we can't give up. Now, he is going through a strength, a 12-week strengthening program. So the, the stem cells need enough time to actually generate cartilage. Mm -hmm. that's, that's how they work. Like stem cells, just basic science, they turn into any type of cell. Yep. So the hope is that the stem cells turn into cartilage cells and are good, strong enough for him to last a couple more years. The caveat is, is that from what I understand, it doesn't turn into true cartilage cells. It's just like a, a cartilage-like material. That's not a straw. Oh, okay. So it could last. There's a chance, but 
I, I don't know of any research that shows in a professional athlete, this is going to work. Right. So this is like what, is, pre, is it pretty experimental then at this point? It's not experimental because people do it and there are results, mostly histological showing that the cartilage it does grow isn't as strong as the original. And there are some outcomes on, on people and they're decent, but not great. Uh -huh. So doing it on a, but they must have been good enough to try on a professional athlete. Right, right. Right. And, and again, I'm not an expert on this. I've read a couple papers, but reading like two or three research papers on this does not make me an expert by any means. Yeah. But this is just from what I know. And from my, you know, recent training, this is, this is the, the outlook. And I, I've talked to a couple docs about this too. The outlook isn't good. So do you think like, because especially the way Kemba plays, right? He's very, like, he likes to do a lot of hops and stops and jump stops. Yes. The cartilage will continue to get beat up even as... Exactly. So he'll either have to change the way he plays, which might decrease his effectiveness. Yeah. Uh, yes. And some, a lot of habits that he's built on, built since he was playing. A lot of habits, yes. Said. So I don't know if he'll be that good then, if if that's the case yeah now if if he gets to the point where it's manageable short term mm -hmm. great you know like there, there's a chance there's a there's a decent chance that he comes back and is he's not going to be an all-star but i think he'll be good enough for the celtics yeah it's just you know he's gonna have to do some good strengthening especially around his hips but that's not gonna like hip strengthening can minimize the valgus but at this point it's so ingrained in his muscle memory that I don't know if you can truly get rid of it without big drastic changes. Yeah. That's going to be him, tough. He's very reliable on those moves as well. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. Driving, his step back, his yeah. crossover. I can already imagine like him doing his crossover and his, the knee valgus. I've seen, seen the knee valgus in my head. So. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, and I mean, I think we've seen it in videos before. It, it's not, it's not just this little thing. It's like, it's a big dip in his knee. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, long-term out outlook doesn't look great for Kemba Walker, but of course I hope that he, the stem cell thing works and I hope they last long and specific strengthening in a specific program might do him some good and maybe he'll be a productive player for a little while. We'll see. We'll see. Tatum going to step up. Going to step up. <laughs> Tatum is officially not that it, it wasn't official before but he is there if there was any doubt that he was the best player in the celtics there shouldn't be anymore yeah um any do you have any any questions about the kemba walker stuff no i think you, you went through it pretty well and cool i under, i got understood well i understood a lot of it <laughs> good i i tried to i try to make these things like use my patient friendly language because not everyone's going to understand like everything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I, I hope that, that was, for everyone listening, for the three of you listening, that that was clear. And I hope that me. that provided some insight that other people may not have. Yep. Definitely did for me. Good. I'm glad. All right. So let's move on to some COVID stuff. We're, we're talking a lot about health today. <laughs> yeah. So two Warriors tested positive for COVID and they had to delay their yep. practices, right? Yeah, so that's going to suck. Training and counts then, are really limited. 
So that's yeah, and, and then the NBA reported that 48 players, including, I guess, these two Warriors, were tested positive for COVID mm-hmm. prior to training camp. Was it players or just people around the league? I thought it was just people around the league. Oh. Including training staff. Sorry, I might have misread staff, that. I think that's what it was. Okay, okay. So, yeah. people and players and yeah. staff. But players guess, are yeah. getting it too because Malik yeah. Monk just tested positive. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. Like I can imagine this happening during the season, and like people are gonna yeah. be out for like for sure a yeah. month, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? And th- th- this is gonna be a really interesting situation because um, we're not gonna detail it here, but the NBA NBA.com has kind of the detailed plan for COVID. So if you wanna look at the specifics, look there. Um, one thing I did want to talk about for this is the vaccine. Yes. This coming out. And That's- this could potentially play a role. Because I, so I actually got an email uh, from Indiana State Licensure for my... Um, Insurance? No, for, for my vaccine. Oh, okay. Because I'm a healthcare worker. So like they're doing this kind of in waves. So they're gonna. I think the plan is to do the most at-risk people first, as it should. You know, yep. old pe- uh, people who are older and people with comorbidities. They get to do it first. That's hundred percent agree. And then I think it's healthcare workers. And then within that, it's like the people who are most first responders. So first responders, people inpatient who are exposed to COVID a lot, go first. I work in an orthopedic clinic. I really don't deal with any emergent things. Uh-huh. You know, a couple, uh, besides a couple of surgical things, I really don't deal with emergency stuff. So I'll be last uh, okay. in that group. But I could get it. I think I can get my vaccine like in February. Wow. Wait, yeah, so, there, I missed the news. So the, the vaccine's already approved and going to be uh, used? Uh, yeah, yeah. It seem, that's what it seems like. Um, and, and of course, I could be somewhat off because I'm not the best at keeping up with the news. This is just the latest that I've heard. Uh-huh. And I do have an email saying that um, I don't have a specific date, but I know that the vaccine is going to come in two doses. They have to be within 21 to 28 days of each other. And that second okay. dose is really important for a proper immune response. Okay. So, and so I, I don't know when it was. I think that the last thing I read was I would receive it potentially in late February-ish. Okay. So we'll see. Now, if, when this, once this becomes more publicly available, that changes things. Yeah. The NBA will, be, will definitely prob- will probably enforce its players to make it, to take it. Yeah. Uh, probably. Which is quite interesting because I know like some, some players have come out with like some anti-vax comments. So, <laughs> which yeah. is quite stupid, but... Which is very stupid, and it's like extremely insensitive because I I was reading some I saw some stuff about Carl Anthony Towns. He's been yeah. like severely affected by it because seven of his family members, including his mom, have passed from COVID. And that six oh I only know his mother. And his I didn't mother, yeah, about he lost the, his mom to COVID. The other six people, wow. <clears throat> yeah, so you know if we don't see a totally normal Carl Anthony Towns this year. That, that's probably why. I mean, that's, that that's heavy, is a man. lot. That is heavy. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, of course, all the, all the best wishes to Kat and his family. I mean, yep. that's, that is brutal. 
so, you know, just listening to stories like that. The, the, remember, Carl Anthony Towns is like our age. And he yep. just lost his mother. So if you can't sympathize with people like that, you know, get your, just the P, PSA is get your vaccine. Yep. Once you can, get it. Yep. And, you know, COVID's still a thing. Let's, we still got to do our part. The NBA players definitely will be like, in, for, like first in line from the public side because they're, yeah. I'm sure the NBA will like pay for, pay to get it ahead. <laughs> they may get exceptions potentially. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind for the, uh, from a COVID standpoint for the NBA. Um, the vac- with the vaccine coming out and potentially being available to the NBA players some point this season, that, that could change things. Now, yep. I don't think that most arenas are still not allowing people in the arenas. So, you know, th- there's a lot of quick changes that are going to happen here, basically. Mm-hmm. So it, just to keep, to keep that in mind. What do you think will happen if a player gets COVID for a team? Like how many, like that's going to be like two, that's three true. weeks of, of a player not playing and possibly uh, infected or exposed player, uh, teammates as well. I know. Like the contract tracing, tracing is going to be rather tough. Um, I think that is more of a question that would need to be read on the uh, protocols, the COVID protocol. I, I don't know yeah. the answer to that. If people want, we can dive into it. Although, you know, you can just read it. <laughs> just read. Not that just I've gonna, read it. I'm just saying it, it's there. <laughs> it's just going to be like, I, I just I can imagine like if a player gets COVID in like March during the playoff race, could be, it could be the season, it could be a season changer. Just, just it really could. It. it really could. Yeah. I think Luka Doncic actually said like, what do you think is going to be the biggest factor for deciding the winner this year? And his answer was, whoever gets the virus. Morbid, morbid response. Because, I mean, think about this. Like, this would be obviously a worst-case scenario. But imagine if the LA Lakers are in the finals and LeBron and Anthony Davis both get COVID and Yikes. they can't play. That would suck if someone gets it in the playoffs, dude. I know. That would suck. That that's of course a worst case scenario, but I would ima- I, I would hope in the for the bu- they should do a they should do a playoff bubble, Pause probably. But anyway, all right, let's uh move on to a couple of quick things, and then we'll get to our fun stuff. We've talked a long time. Yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> or not surprisingly, but surprisingly. Yes, we just had news. We didn't think it would take this long. So, um, Evan Turner returns to the Celtics as a coach. Yeah, I, I didn't. He's not that old. He was a 2009 draft, right? Or 2010 or something. Yeah, I did not expect. I, I honestly did not expect this. Yeah, I didn't expect him. To, I actually heard rumor he was going to come back as a player, and I was like, all right. I mean, not bad. I'll, I'll take Evan Turner. He's a solid player. Um, I saw, I saw, I saw a tweet saying that if the Celtics need a player because of COVID or some reason, they can just sign Evan Turner to a 10 day. <laughs> wow! Why not? Hell yeah! Why not? Ten awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, next bit of news: so the Lakers signing LeBron to an extension until 2023, and then signing AD to a five-year max deal. Yeah. Caveat there is that it's not going to be a super max, so he's limited to 30% of the LA Lakers cap. But if he had signed a two plus one. And waited till 
10-year vet, he could have gotten 35% of the cap. So he left money on the table. Surprising, actually. A little surprising. Yeah. I, I, I wonder, I, I guess it came, he signed the day after LeBron signed this extension. So I think it, maybe that's what he was waiting for. Maybe. I'm not sure what he's doing, but long-term, that extra 5%, that could help post-LeBron. Because once yeah. LeBron leaves, this is Anthony Davis's team. They got to build around him. For sure. So that saves a little money to get him a good, a good star, potentially. Or it goes to Bronny. <laughs> or it goes to Bronny James. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it would be pretty cool if LeBron and Bronny James played together. I'd actually like to see that. I don't want them to be on the same team, though. I want, I want, <laughs> to, be, I want Bronny to go to the Clippers. <laughs> Guard LeBron. Guard LeBron, yeah. Oh my god, that'd be that'd be that'd be so weird. And then like LeBron is gonna post up his son and then he's gonna try to reach and then LeBron will go, You reach at <laughs> That would be so cool. Like I wanna see that so bad. You're in my league now, son. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the league, Rook. He's like, Thanks, Papa, love you too. <laughs> All right, oh, and man. then uh, the Christmas Day schedule. So I'm excited about this. I this am very excited about good. this. Some interesting matchups. So we've got the Pelicans versus the Heat. So of course they're still riding the Zion thing. Yeah. Which, I, yeah he's still a draw. I think he's a draw. He's definitely a draw to watch. For sure. For sure. He's still a draw. I got. I saw some stuff where it's like Zion may not be 100 percent yet, because David Griffin said it. Yeah. I, I so could. And I was like, wait. He hasn't played since the bubble. He's not healthy? What's wrong with him? Is he not like what moving out or something? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, what is going on with him? Does he have any, like, injuries pre-existing? I mean, he had that bad, like, hyperextension moment in the bubble. Do you remember that? Ah, he yeah. He slipped yeah. on someone's leg and his knee hyperextended. Now, yeah, yeah. it ended up being, like, not a, not a, big, not a big deal. But, damn. Like, how is he not healthy yet? Yeah. So we'll Ho- see. Hopefully it's 100% by the play by the season. I hope so. Um next the Warriors and the Bucks. So we'll get to actually gauge how good the Warriors are versus the Bucks. We'll get to see Giannis uh, will play his future team. Yes, Giannis will play his future team. <laughs> no. uh, hope not. All right. Kyrie Irving returns to Boston. Dude, Kyrie if he I, I, like, I'm not. Am I even sure he's gonna play this game? He's, you know, did you know that? Do you know that he skipped the last like? He hasn't played against his former team since opening day 2017. Really? Yeah. So that first game wow. where Gordon Hayward got injured, that was the only time he played his former team. He sk- wow. He skipped the other games. Dude, he's gonna get few Kyrie's, dude. If there are fans in the in the in the in the arena. <laughs> oh, that's true. There'll be fans outside the arena. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that. For sure. That's going to be a fun matchup. Yeah. Speaking of fun matchup, Luka versus LeBron. Yes. That's going to be like the primetime game, I think. This is going to be the past versus the future. It's going to be good. They played, they've had some good games already. They've had good games. And LeBron is really impressed with Luka. Did you see... I don't, I don't remember where LeBron said this, but he said that he tried to make a Team LeBron sub subsidiary of Nike and he wanted to sign Luca. Oh. 
I'm like, damn, that would have been a smart move. Now, of course, Lucas with Jordan. He, he made the right choice. <laughs> yes, he made the right choice. And then the last matchup on Christmas Day, this one is actually the juiciest one. It's the Clippers versus the Nuggets. It's a rematch. Let's go. That's a great way to cap Christmas Day. Great way. I'm uh, so freaking excited. Oh, my God. It'll be game eight where the Clippers build a 20-point lead and then blow it again. Yep. <laughs> Watch. I, I really hope if Santa Claus – I'm praying to Santa Claus right now. Please let the score after a few minutes be 3-1 to one for the Clippers and then let them blow it. Oh my god. Like, that would be amazing. That would be if if like if it starts three three one, I'm gonna lose it. And it's just jokes jokes right away. The Clippers blew the three one lead. <laughs> All right, oh is there anything else we need to talk about before we do our fun uh our fun stuff that I'm really excited for? Um I think we're good. All right, let's get to it then. Okay, wait. So, okay, yeah. Explain what we're, we're explain what we're doing. We're doing a movie draft and a character movie draft. <laughs> movie character draft. Yeah. Yes. So the first draft we're gonna do. We'll explain the other one later. But the first one is we're gonna do a draft of our fav- the best basketball movies, our favorite basketball movies, more accurately, our favorite ones. We're gonna pick five each, and it's gonna be. Um, snake draft style so you know one of us is going to pick first and then the other gets two picks and then two and then etc etc okay so um for this so then the other draft is going to be snake as well do you want to just do whoever gets the first pick in this one and then it gets the the other gets the first pick okay wait let's do we have a coin yes i have a coin so call it we're going to call t- heads or tails for the first pick in the movie draft. All right, go. Heads. And it is heads. So you get the first pick. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Just All so right, you guys so, know, I haven't watched every movie out there. <laughs> um, all right. So with the first pick in the movie draft, Carlos Sequia picks. He got game. Oh, damn. I love that movie. Damn. I enjoyed that movie, yeah. Great movie. Ray, Jesus. Jesus Shuttlesworth. That wasn't going to be my first pick, so I'm okay. I have a, just so you know, I have a Jesus Shuttlesworth jersey. Really? I have one. How am I haven't seen this? Did you buy it after college? Yeah. Here we go. Now I've officially put on the Jesus Shuttlesworth jersey. <laughs> That's fucking cool. Nice. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Um, all right, so I have the next pick, and whoo! Okay, so with the second pick, he got game was really high for me, but I, this one is just slightly above it. So he got game was my second to white men can't jump. Okay, okay, I was I was close. I was picking between those two. Yeah, heart. Good choice. Good choices. So good. Love that movie. Um. And I, oh, I guess I have, have the, the next, next pick. pick yeah. Huh? What's your third? What's the third pick? So my third pick, and this is this is an easy one for me. It's semi-pro. Ah, okay, <laughs> semi-pro. The creation yes. of the alley oop. Give me one sec. Yeah. So. <laughs> <Jackie Moon. laughs> 
<laughs> we have boy. Let's go. Flint Tropics jersey. Oh my. Wait, how come we never Jackie Moon? We should have worn this in intramurals. What do you <laughs> Did you have this? I didn't have it back oh, then. Man. I, I bought I actually bought this re like a year and a half ago. That's sick. Jackie Moon, let's get tropical. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> let's get tropical. Okay. Okay. Um your pick. You got two picks here. Yikes. Um Coach Carter. Oh, good one. Yeah. That was going to be one of my next. That ones. was the Coach Carter. Um, our greatest fear is not that we are. What's the, <laughs> I can't remember. Great, great quote, great though. Quote. Our fear is that we are uh, limitless, unlimited beyond potential or whatever, beyond comprehension. Timo Cruz. Timo Cruz, yes. Steph Curry before Steph Curry. All right. And Coach Carter, and then? And then? Space Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam. It's I'm not going to lie. Jam. It's a terrible movie, but it's, it's such too, a bad movie. It's too good. <laughs> but it's too good. Yeah. So I've got, for my next pick, I've got, a, I've got a similar, I've got kind of a similar pick to that mm. in that it's a bad film, but it's a classic. I got Like Mike. Oh, no. <laughs> I wanted to pick Like Mike. Yeah, so like Mike, um, and then the next one I'm gonna go with is I'm going with hmm, this one's kind of tough. I'm gonna go with Above the Rim. Ooh, I haven't seen that one. So of course, the thing that drew me to watching this movie was Tupac. Tupac's in this movie. Oh, okay. Wow, Streepwell. It's great, great movie. Gotta watch it. Okay. So, this is my fourth and fifth picks, right? I think so. so um, I got, he got Game, Coach Carter. Yeah, yeah, Chase yeah. Jam. So, I, I picked four. So, my fourth, my fourth pick. This is getting... I'm gonna go full nostalgia here. So, these aren't actually good movies. Sure. Actually, one of them. Okay. <laughs> Disney movies. Oh, no. No. Don't <laughs> say Luck of the Irish. Air Bud. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a cute one. I'm, I'm good with that. Air Bud's cute. Air, Air Bud. Cute. And you got to get your head in the game, man. No, no, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, that... No, no, that is not a basketball movie. That is not a basketball movie. That's a basketball movie. <laughs> Pick another one. That's not a basketball movie. How is, that not a bas How is that not a basketball movie? Just because they play basketball, you mean it's a basketball movie. Oh, come on. It's not a basketball movie. Uh, basketball? What the, what the fuck is that? Basketball. They combine basketball and baseball, yeah. Is that a movie? It's a movie. I haven't seen I haven't seen I saw it once only though. Basketball? Yeah, basketball. They combine baseball I think and basketball. I think you should watch this movie. Is it a stupid movie? It's a stupid movie. Because I love stupid movies. <laughs> like Sharknado. Love that movie. Um, 42% okay. on uh never mind. 
okay. that's still higher. So if you're not gonna, you're not gonna accept my high school musical, my high school musical pick. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! Uh, let, oh my let, God. Let, I, I'm running okay. out of movies. Sorry. Well, I I only have we only have I have one pick left, don't I? Yeah, you have one more pick. So this is my last pick. Um, let's see. I might go with. I'm picking between two of these, three of these, really. I might go with Alan Iverson's documentary, Iverson. Oh, we're counting documentaries. Oh, can can we? Oh, no, I just didn't consider them. <laughs> okay, I can I can pick, pick another one. You can you, you can pick whichever in this case. Oh, because because okay, if go. not, then I have I have another one. That, it's a documentary, but it's not like about Iverson or Nowitzki. Mm-hmm. This is one I watched as a kid. It's called Hoop Dreams. It follows oh, two okay. high school kids um, who are trying to make it to the league, but I think they encounter oh. some personal and some injury stuff and they end up not i don't they neither of them make it but it's it's a story about their lives and it was really good i remember i watched it as a kid oh okay um, the other one i was thinking of is more than a game the lebron james one that was really good ah yeah that was a good that one was really good yeah that, that was, was really good, good. oh i have my fifth pick <clears throat> if, if you don't pick- accept my high school musical okay no no okay fine well what's your pick if it's not basketball juana man Joanna, man. This thing where the guy cross-dressed and uh, he played in the WNBA because he got kicked out of the NBA. What? Yeah. <laughs> this is a movie? It's a movie. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Okay, I have it's to watch it. It's definitely a product of the times. <laughs> oh, my God. This, guy, this would not come out today. Genuine is in this? And Lil' Kim? Oh my god, I gotta watch it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, you should watch uh, this movie. It's pretty funny. Other other movies I considered. Um, what were your honorable mentions? So do you know the movie Rebound by Martin Lawrence that Martin Lawrence is in? That was pretty funny. I haven't uh, seen that. Yeah. Wait, and so your last pick was more than the game? Um sure. More okay. than a game. Yeah. Um some uh, there were there are a lot of good hoop flicks by the way, and it, it, you know if I didn't I guess we didn't include these but Iverson the Nowitzki documentary was good. Yep. Kobe doing work. Kobe Magic doing and work. Birth, courtship of rivals. That one's a the book is way better than the movie. Yes, yes, it was great book. Um, for those of you who want to read about that stuff, and of the course Dream Team this, doc. this wasn't a movie but the Last Dance doc great docu series. Yep. But the, the real, of course, we couldn't pick this, but I just have to say, like, if we're comparing, like, basketball-related things on TV or movies that we thoroughly enjoyed, the Office episode of basketball, <laughs> like, That's... it's, the actual basketball is five minutes, but oh my God. There's so I, much subtext. <laughs> it's so good. It is so yeah. good. So we couldn't Classic. put it in the draft, but I just had to say, like, that's one, that is one that I thoroughly enjoyed. Classic. 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 All right. So let's move on to the character draft. So basically what we're doing here is Carlos and I are going to do pick a starting five of only movie characters or TV characters to create the best basketball team. 
But they had to play basketball in their movie. Yeah, so here are the rules. They must be a movie or TV fictional character. NBA players who played as themselves are not eligible. So Michael Jordan in Space Jam can't be picked. LeBron in Trainwreck can't be picked. Kevin Durant in uh, Thunderstruck can't be picked. Now, NBA players who played a fictional character are eligible for this draft. So Ray Allen as Jesus Shuttlesworth is eligible. The character also has to have played basketball in the movie. So you can't pick Superman who could theoretically just fly into the rim, right? Yep. That's, yep. that's stupid. Like, yep. pick the Hulk or something. It would basically be the Justice League. Exactly. And again, we're going to do Snake Draft. And so you picked first for the movie, so I get to pick characters first. And I, I have to go with this one. Uh, there's no way I can't. And Here's another rule that I thought about right before we started recording. Do they have their powers or not? And you know what I'm talking about. I think this only applies to Calvin. Do Car- Cambridge. More than Calvin. So you can, you, you can pick. You can have you, their powers. I, I, yeah, they have, they have. Yes, okay. So these, they have their powers. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They have their powers. The, my, my first pick is Pound. From Pound. Space Jam. He is one of the Monstars. <laughs> he is the leading scorer of the Monstars. He is Charles Barkley's Monstar. Charles. Pound. Okay. Pound. Pound is my first pick. I didn't, I didn't even know they had names. <laughs> yeah, dude. I did my research, all right? I looked at the box score. The box score? <laughs> I, looked at the, I looked at the advanced stats, dude. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. I can tell you who the, the, the best Monstars were and the worst Monstars were. The Sean Bradley's was probably the worst. The one. Sean Bradley Monstar had zero everything. <laughs> no points, rebounds, assists, steals, <laughs> blocks, nothing. Of course. Of course. It's so, so sad. It's so sad. If you're going to go for a cartoon, maybe I should pick the, the Teen Wolf. You're going to pick Teen Wolf? Yeah. Damn it. Okay. So <laughs> that's a good one. Yes. And they have their powers. So they have their powers. They so have their powers. So Teen Wolf is Wolf. gone. <laughs> you picked Teen Wolf. All right. Okay. So he can play. I think he's pretty high. He's a pretty hybrid player. He can play any position since he's a wolf. Yes. <laughs> yes. So um, I want to pick this character played in the NBA in, in his TV show. For the Charlotte Bobcats, Nathan Scott. Nathan <laughs> from Scott? Montreal, from Montreal. Wow. All right. Nathan <laughs> Scott. Although I, controversial because Lucas beat him in the show. So maybe he should, he should, I should pick Lucas. But. Well, too bad. <laughs> All right. My next pick is Michael Scott from The Office. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Another Scott. Another Scott. Michael Scott. Just to go back to the office, just because I love that scene so much. He takes a half-court shot, completely botches it, and he's like, what is wrong with me today? <laughs> I usually make those. Anyway. All right. So, let's see. I've got Pound the Monstar at my, at my center position. And yes, I'm doing positions. I've got a full scouting report for these guys, dude. 
Um, I got to go with, I'm doing Calvin Cambridge with his, with the Michael Jordan shoes, obviously. Calvin Cambridge. You're screwed, babe. The wolf will just destroy your shoes and you're screwed. No, that's, that's a good <laughs> one. That's a very good one. Um, okay, then. So, who's your fourth pick? <clears throat> Who is my... Hey, let's, sorry. Third pick. Third pick, yeah. Mm, who would be my next pick? I think um, so. I've got my center position. And I think I've got my point guard position. I may need some shooting, so I'm gonna pick Jesus Shuttlesworth here. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I need you got even Jesus. In the movie, Jesus is a good shooter, so I need I need some shooting. Okay. Um, okay. So for me, uh, I think I want to make sure that my team has some chemistry. And who better than the inventors of the alley oop? Jackie Moon. <laughs> and Claire, his team was Clarence Withers. Was this was the, the guy he alley ooped to? Coffee Black, yes. Coffee Black, yeah. <laughs> Played by the all time great rapper Andre 3000. Yes. That's my three and um, that's my three and four Damn. Uh, combination. Damn, that's a good pick. I was I was gonna pick Coffee Black because I need some uh, some wing depth. Jesus is gonna be my two guard. Okay, so where do I go from here now? You need a you need wings and a power forward maybe. I've got some options. I need a three and a four. What I could do is I might move. Oh, this is tough. So I definitely need someone to guard Jackie Moon. <laughs> I need someone to guard that pass. And I need an athletic guy to guard Coffee Black. So, uh, this is tough. I might go... There are a lot of, see, there are a lot of ways I could go. To kind of to try to get to, um, to Jackie Moon a little bit, I might go with... I'm going to go with Sidney Dean from White Men Can't Jump. Ooh. I was thinking I, that, those are my, that was my second pick for my uh, three and four. The, the, the two white men can't jump, guys. Yeah. Billy Hoyle would be a good one, too. Yeah. From so, White Men Can't Jump. Yep. So yeah, that's so with, my, I'm considering that as my last pick. Yeah. So I can. So with but my actually, no, it's your pick, last pick. It's my Fuck. last pick. So I've yeah, got I thought it was my pick. Yeah. yeah. So it's my pick. So. Here, so Sydney is going to play my four. I think he can, he's athletic enough to keep up with Coffee Black. <laughs> and I think I need a, a three. I might, I don't have a lot of threes here that are really solid. Um, what I might do, oh, you know what? Oh, this is what I might do. From Uncle Drew, I'm picking Casper, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon's oh, Okay, okay. Oh, I wait, thought... wait, wait. <laughs> I pick Aaron Gordon's character. I pick... No, I'm picking Uncle Drew. No! <laughs> I pick Uncle Drew from Uncle Drew. So I got I have Kyrie Irving. Damn it. That was going to be my last pick. Yes! Yes! Not Uncle Drew. Now I should be... I, I have a terrible poker face. Okay, now, now. <laughs> it was between... Obviously, it's between Casper, Uncle Drew, and... Another guy. We'll do some honorable mentions. Who's oh. your last pick? 
Okay, so I got Nathan Scott running the point. My wings and power forward and Jackie Moon and Coffee Black. Teen Wolf can play center. Just he'll make he'll make up his height with his uh with his athleticism. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, my last pick will be Ah, I guess I got Billy Doyle. Billy Hoyle. Nice. Hoyle, sorry. <laughs> Doyle, From, uh, sorry. White man can't jump. The winner. Yep. yep. So he'll guard he'll he'll guard Sidney Dean. Oh, he'll hustle Sidney <laughs> Dean. <laughs> Oh, that's a, good, that's a good weakness in mine. Um, all right, so those are our starting fives. My, um, just so we're clear, my coach is going to be Tupac from Above the Rim because he was a coach. My coach player. is Coach Carter. Ooh, good one. I still like <laughs> My assistant that coach Koba. will be Martin Lawrence from Rebound. <laughs> and my, my, my assistant coach will be. Troy's dad from high school. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I wanted Jackie Moon as my coach, but he can't. He can't coach this team. <laughs> I think uh, Michael Scott will be my GM because he can manage. He can, he manage. can manage. He's a good manager. He's a good manager. Very uh, funny guy. So to recount my team, I have the Monstar Pound from Space Jam, Calvin Cambridge from Like Mike. Jesus Shuttlesworth from He Got Game, Sidney Dean from White Man Can't Jump, and I've got Uncle Drew from Uncle Drew, Kyrie Irving. And my team, I got uh, Teen Wolf playing center, Nathan Scott as my point guard, Coffee Black and Jackie Moon on the wings, and Billy Hoyle to round out the team. Nice. Nice. All right. Let so, us know who you think will win that hypothetical sure, yeah. matchup. Who are some uh, some honorable mentions that if you could had more picks you'd pick? Lucas Scott. <laughs> Lucas Scott. Uh, who else they have on my board? I actually only I actually got every everyone that was in my board was picked. Yeah. Uh, so. Okay. Not maybe someone from Coach Carter. Timo Cruz, Damian Timo Carter, Cruz, maybe the yeah. son. Yeah. Damian is probably the best. Damian, Dam- Damian was pretty good. He was only made college. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe so, the dad of uh, of Jesus. He actually. Oh, Denzel him. Washington. Denzel Washington. Yeah. I did consider him, but I thought he was kind of. He was probably old. So he's too old. You know, he only scored once in Jesus. Yeah, and I know, and I know, Uncle Drew is technically old, but he's not really <laughs> old. So that's kind of my justification for him being in there. But he's he's. It doesn't matter how old he is. He's good, you know. Yeah. Exactly. So some yeah. of mine. So. Another, I could have picked another monster, Bupkis. He was Patrick Ewing's monster. Fun fact about him Charles Barkley's better. Yeah, Charles Barkley's was best. The advanced metrics all support Pound for being the the BPM, Raptor, PIPM, they all support Pound as the best monster. Plus, minus, it's, it's all Pound. Fun fact about Bupkis, he's the only character. Based on the box score, and I didn't rewatch the movie for this, but he's the only character to miss a field goal. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But from all, from, even even from points. the, even yeah. from the monsters. I mean, even from the Looney Tunes team. Yeah. So I I guess everything else was turnovers. Wow. Yeah, I considered other players. I considered so with that last pick, I was really picking picking between Uncle Drew, technically Casper, Uncle Drew, and Lola Bunny. 
to be honest with you. Lola Bunny was Lola the, Bunny was the best player besides yeah, Michael Jordan on that team. She was good. So yeah. Lola Bunny got some serious consideration. And it, <laughs> other ones were Brian from Thunderstruck because he's basically like Mike. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> he's big Kevin Durant. And Will Smith. Oh, no. Will Smith from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay. And Air Bud. Buddy, but you're gonna, I was I was thinking about the dog as well. Yeah, I was second. thinking about the dog. Maybe um, it's a good distraction. <laughs> oh, speaking of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, listeners, Rafa had a Jesus Shuttlesworth jersey, a Jackie Moon jersey, and a Be- French Prince in Bel Air jersey. Yes, I have a Will Smith jersey. I was this <laughs> close to getting Carlton Banks instead. All right, so that was our movie character draft. Let us know you think one. Just, you know, just so everyone knows, my justification is, you know, all the advanced metrics support my guys, you know. The analytics support my guys, just so everyone's aware. What are the analytics for Calvin Cambridge's season? In Calvin the Cambridge's NBA season, his uh, box plus minus, basically how much points he's worth, was like 37. The next highest is Michael Jordan with nine. <laughs> Pathetic. All right, let us know who you think will win this hypothetical matchup. And that's our episode for this week. Hope you enjoyed uh, the nerdier side of it, our deep dive into the Westbrook wall injury, a trade, the Kemba's knee injury, and of course, the Christmas Day schedule. Who do you think won the, the Westbrook wall trade? Which games are you looking forward to the most on Christmas Day? And most importantly, why do you think my team, well, fictional characters, will beat Rafa's? <laughs> All right. Well, just so we know, the a- I did the research. The analytics point towards my team. Just so we're clear, I have a freaking wolf on my team, man. <laughs> I have a monster. I'd probably cancel each other out. But yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna continue. We're gonna continue to argue about this after after we're done here. Just just finish the thing up. Just finish it out so we can discuss this more. Let us know your thoughts on all of this, as well as our movie draft. Uh, let us know if you, if you missed any movies or characters that, you, that we should have drafted. Um, who's got next? My team. My team's got next. <laughs> Jackie Moon's got next, boy. Jackie Moon's got next. <laughs> you stole my coach, dude. <laughs>